Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Dave Leventhal is joining us this morning, editor-in-chief of Raw Story. We are following the upcoming resignation by Congressman Brian Higgins early next year. And the political jockeying is underway, Dave. You're in D.C., but from western New York. What are the ripples from this vacancy that are reaching you in D.C.? Well, there hasn't, frankly, been too many. I mean, there's been some other things going on here in Washington, D.C., not the least of which would be Oh, a new Speaker of the House and trying to keep the government open for yet another time. But yes, what I've heard and definitely talked to to more than a few Buffalonians here in Washington, D.C., is that special elections can be chaotic and special elections, even if you think that it's going to go a certain way. And in this district, it's a heavily Democratic district that there can be anomalies. And oftentimes you have very low voter turnout, Susan, and that that can open a door to People who might otherwise, in a normal general election setting, might not have much of a chance, but but could potentially or have a, an opportunity to really, really drum up their base and, and get them out to vote and, and cause some trouble for the odds on candidates. So, you know, when we're talking about Washington, D.C., we're always talking about the narrow margin in the U.S. House. So this one seat makes a huge difference. You know, the, the Republicans only enjoy a handful of votes in their majority, and we all know how that majority can be very fractious as well. So so there's the stakes are a little bit higher this time around than if, say, Republicans had a 20-seat margin or Democrats were in power. You know, it's very interesting because, you know, there will presumably be a special election, then a general election will follow in just a few months after, so you could have somebody win an election, then be running and be on the ballot Again, just a few months later, we saw it uh, before MY27. Now it's MY26, this seat being vacated by Congressman Higgins. You mentioned the odds-on favorite. Can there be a favorite in this race? It is always interesting when you look at, okay, well, this person has served, you know, let's take the mayor of Buffalo, for example, uh, could possibly be interested in the race, but he'd be running in a congressional district now that spans far outside of the city limits and he'd be going to new places to try and lure new voters not just people who are used to him of course you know the biggest space will be in buffalo but you have all these people who may or may not be known to the entire district trying to reach new people and it it is always interesting to you know see an old politician learn new tricks yeah man Byron Brown would have to. Now, let's remember his last election for mayor. He, he lost the Democratic primary, and uh, only because of 
the, the bizarre set of circumstances there was he able to regain in the general election uh, another term for mayor. So, yes, he, he would have to be likely reintroducing himself to a number of voters outside of Buffalo who may have some preconceived notions about him and uh, his success or, in their opinion, the lack thereof. So, yeah, uh, you, you are definitely talking about a very new environment and one that would be a, a new political environment for Byron Brown for the first time in almost 20 years. Uh, so that would be a, a fascinating set of circumstances for him and the other candidates, whoever gets in, to navigate. We just finished the recent election and the county executive's race, the victor, the county executive, spent a million dollars on that race, that campaign. What kind of money might be needed for a congressional campaign like this, knowing that there could potentially be three elections next year? Yeah, well, and in, in, in three elections, too, I mean, there, Susan, there, there's the theoretical possibility that this district could be represented by three different people within the course of a year and a half. Probably not going to happen, probably going to be just two, but it, it's entirely possible. So that all being said, I mean, every time you have a special election for a U.S. House seat around the country, there is extreme focus on it because it's usually the only game in town. It's an off election year type of situation. So you definitely get national interests. Uh, you, you not only have the seat that people are running for, but the national parties get interested in it because they see it as sort of a, a harbinger of victories to come. Or if they pick up that seat, it's great attention for them and they can claim victory, a moral victory, in addition to an electoral victory for that moment in time. So yeah, don't ex- uh, don't be surprised uh, if certain national super PACs get involved or national party committees, or you have uh, more attention to this uh, outside of the Buffalo area than, than you ever would for a congressional seat in western New York. I, you know, I wonder about that. This has just been such a firmly Democrat-held seat. When we talk about, you know, oh, it could control the future of, you know, who controls the House— is that really a question when it comes to this seat in particular? I mean, it's highly unlikely that a Republican is, is going to win just looking at the demographics, but it's not impossible. And it, it's something where if Republicans are ever going to have an opportunity to, to pick up a seat like that, it's now. It's not going to be in a general election. So if there is going to be some sort of financial play or there's going to be a, an, an, an effort beyond what would be what would typically run as kind of a, a token opposition to the Democrat who's running, it's also going to be now. So look for that to quite possibly happen. And, and Republicans, it, it's really up to them as to, to how big they want to go and how big a play they want to make. It's going to be very interesting. Dave, thanks for joining us this morning. My pleasure. Dave Leventhal, Editor-in-Chief at Raw Story. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.